Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How way there, lads? Welcome to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Marcus Spell. Our Luke Moore is here. I'm no longer on the buttons. Jim Campbell is here. I'm never on the buttons. And he's back. It's Pete Donaldson! Yes, I'm back on the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the buttons. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, I, is that I, how we start? Yeah, that's world how we're starting. That's how we're starting. You wanted it. Me PT's back on the buttons. on the pod. PT's on the pod. PT's on the pod. PT's on the pod. I'm, I'm a shell of a man. Who are you knew? doing? Who knew that in this country, the film Encino Man was California Man? Who knew? Little uh, peek behind the curtain of the conversation happening just before we turn on the mics and Pete mashed those buttons. Mashing them. People are missing me on the buttons already, Dawson. I don't think they are. All right. I think that... uh, I'm missing me on the buttons already. You were a bit straight down the line. We need a bit of punk rock. That's true. (laughs) And uh, Pete provides the punk as he always does. Pete's given us an injection of flavour. You never know what I'm going to do next, but it's probably going to be unprofessional. (laughs) (laughs) The ramble ramble stock cue, Pete Donaldson. Just injects a bit of flavour. A bit of depth. If you thought Pete was unprofessional before the bungee jump... I did. Yeah? I did. That's yeah. rattled his brain. Well, we, we thought start, it might help. We it start really the show with uh, Yuri Gagarin saying, Poikile. Poikile, mm. is it? Poikile. Yeah. Uh, saying, let's go, because they expected a big flowery speech from mm. him, but he just went, let's, let's do this! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I had that <laughs> rehearsed for my bungee jump. I didn't know get that out. No. I went, oh, this is high, and then No, jumped. you did. You said, let's do this. 
Uh, it's, yeah, Not so triumphantly. In my language. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember the Russian for it. I know that. Oh, I see. As I jumped off and screamed MF, F, F, yeah. MF. A lot of Very sweary. Yeah. You ended Save up... the children were not happy with that. You ended <laughs> <laughs> You ended up being just happy to, to come out with both retinas still attached, right? Yeah, yeah your eyes kind of ache a little bit. They do say you can detach your retina if you jump off something. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, that, eh? yeah. Did you have your glasses on? Uh, no, I didn't have my glasses on. All right. Good. But he is ready to get stuck in. I'm some, ready. Uh, World can, Cup can I just chat. ask where, where you kept oh, all your change in your phone? Say again. Yeah. Just bothers me when people yeah. bungee jump. Did you, obviously, you didn't keep stuff I took in your everything. pockets. I started the day by buying a Captain Planet toy from an old dinky toy shop, uh, and he came along with me. Right. It was your fault, so Jim. I, I was ready to pockets. move on. You asked the extra no, question. I, I, thought, I, I rung an extra piece of gold out of yeah, the, exactly. the crazy yeah. times of Nobody Pete carries Donaldson. change anymore, yeah. do they? But they yeah. do carry Captain Planet dolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. They do. And that is a loose interpretation of the word gold. Can I just say? <laughs> I enjoyed immensely the football ramble over the weekend. Uh, so it's You like nice. it more when you're not on it. I really do. Yeah, you always I say know, that. And that's not because me being work shy or lazy. I do really enjoy this show. So to any of the people who say this podcast isn't very good, it's very good. Yeah. Says, <laughs> well, listen, mate, says me, mate. It got me more excited about England. It's the, out loud. Listen, it's the only five-star reviewed major football show on iTunes. Yeah. So people... people Empirically the best. If people want to give it one out of five, they, they are welcome to do so. <laughs> but they might want to have a look in the mirror and think maybe they're wrong. Yeah. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe you belong on the fringes of society. Let's and talk about the World Cup. <laughs> Let's actually do some football chat. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to talk about group ages yet. We're going to talk about group B. Yeah. I'm the scat man. <laughs> um, uh, I have oh, got I tell you something. Incredible drama right at the end. Uh, Incredible it, drama throughout, by Well, the way. throughout, yeah. absolutely right. But Portugal went from group leaders to being nearly knocked out in a matter of minutes. Iran, <laughs> had they have put that chance away at yeah. the end, uh, they would have gone through as group leaders. He was broken, <laughs> so wasn't he? It's mad. There's a great shot. I think it was Arlo White um, tweeted that shot out of... You just think if he was, if his body was just rotated, he, he couldn't get 10%, his foot round. Could he, he just couldn't get his yeah. foot round. Uh, and once again, that goal net, the deception of the goal oh, net. Yeah. It's so many times this World Cup, I thought a goal's gone in. Because I, I was watching the Spain game on, oh. on my TV because the sound of the Vuvuzelas was unbearable. Mm. So I, I watched the Portugal game on my laptop yes. as well. And I, and I saw that and sort of out the corner of my eye and I thought it had gone in. And yeah. then something else happened in the Spain game. So I missed it. And for ages, I thought they'd had a goal disallowed or something like that. And I was like, what, what is I, going on? I wouldn't mind talking about uh, this. We talk about technology <laughs> and we'll go on. To, we'll, we've been trying to avoid talking about VAR, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I fear that today's show might be a little more... There might be a smattering of VAR chat. Yeah. No, no, go on, go on. Talk go about on. it now. Go on, go on. <laughs> in the words of... In, you rotter. <laughs> in the words of uh, Jason Cundy, a world where people <laughs> no, are no, scared no, to have an opinion for fear of their safety, I will continue to give mine. Don't care what you think, deal with it, Marcus Speller. Uh, basically, um, uh, the IP streaming. It's so a streaming over the internet compared to the television. The inherent latency of watching something uh, over, <laughs> a, this, over a BBC it's stream. not even five minutes in, he's talking no. about The Jay inherent latency of watching something online compared to um, terrestrial broadcast. So we were all on the WhatsApp last night watching the, uh, the late kickoffs, uh, including yeah. the Portugal and, and the Iranians doing their thing. Um, you guys were watching on television, presumably. Yeah. Yes. So you had all the information before I did, because I was watching via BBC, because I was at working at the same time. Uh-huh. So Yeah, you managed to know what was going to happen, you little fortune teller. Well, no, but you, so you guys were sort of experiencing it before me. So, mm. so uh, And we had the situation in the pub when um, we were watching the England match, when I was at the Isle of Wight Festival. Um, people were over the other side of the pub were watching it on television, but we were watching it on a stream. And so we knew what the results of every decision yeah. was, what, whether a right. penalty had gone in or not. So I think, 
there has to be when the percentages come to the point where, like, you know, 60 percent people watching online compared to 40 percent watching on television. Television is going to have to um, almost defer broadcast by at least 30 seconds. But it's nowhere near no, that level. No, no, no. It's only a few seconds, really. Mm. No, no I it, was, it is. A, it, it can depends. be. No, it it was, can the lag be. was quite bad yesterday. I was watching, as I say, um, I, I was watching the Spain game on TV and mm. I saw, um, I heard... Um, that Ronaldo had had a penalty save yes. way before he'd even mm-hmm. been fouled. Yeah, a good can, couple can of I, minutes. I actually have worked in online video for years. Well. And I can tell you it can be up to... Ni- well, listen, it always could be up to 90 seconds. It mm. can be a long time. It's interesting. Yeah. One. I, I feel we, we need to talk about the actual game. No, yeah. no, we don't. Because this is very much <laughs> well, part my, of the game, Marcus My next Spellet. question was going to be, Pete, why are you telling us this? <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, TV broadcasters have uh-huh. to um, be in a situation, especially when you've got two games at the same time. Very true. And they're not broadcasting two games at the same time. They're broadcasting one online and one, you know, at different places. Um, they, they, they have to be conscious of the fact that most people are experiencing the game 30 seconds to a minute to But it's nowhere near to. most people. If you, look at the, if you look at the stats for the England-Panama game, which was actually It listed, will get worse, that's all I'm saying, though. It will get sure, better. but in the England-Panama game, it was actually reported in the newspaper today mm. that 14.8 million people watched it on BBC One and I think just under two million watched it online. Oh, yeah, wow. but but either way, the air that's going to improve, and most and most things will be broadcast over IP in the future. Uh, but also, if you've got the choice to watch it on television, of course you're going to watch it on television. Well, wherever you watched it, Iran were ordered a muggy little penalty. It they were, they were. They yeah. were. and uh, a lot of people were unhappy about this. At least not the Portuguesees. Uh, mm. I mean. Clear and obvious. Yeah. Clear and obvious. People were worried they'd lose the drama of decisions wrong. At least it's cleared up all the grey areas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think without getting disappearing down a VAR black hole, just very, very quickly, I know people will switch off. You can't off. ignore it because it was... No, exactly. And people will sometimes switch off or get annoyed if they have a different opinion to, to us or to me on this issue. But what I would just say is that as an olive branch to, to them is if you take just one thing from what I've said, it's that... I said very, very clearly at the start of all this that the laws of the game as they currently stand are not set up for this technology to work. Yeah. So what we're look, what I'm, I'm, we're seeing this writ large in this Iran Portugal game. I thought that I thought the game was far too big for the referee. I think the referee I think had a um, complaint filed against him by the Egyptians when he did the Russia Egypt game. Mm. He lost control of this game as well. Um, the, 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 before we go on to the penalty that was awarded to Iran, the penalty that was awarded to e, uh, to, to, Port, to Portugal, the Ronaldo challenge, he's about a meter away from that. Mm. How has he not seen that? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, and, and the answer to that presumably is that he is too heavily reliant on on VAR. Mm. Um, he's a referee that comes from, I think, the Paraguayan Pre- Premier League, so he's not someone who's refereeing in a major league either. I don't imagine he's used it before. He's already had his Wikipedia page amended. Yeah. Calling him a FIFA-listed bullshit referee. Presumably <laughs> <laughs> by some irate Iranian fan. But th- the point being that this, um, this interpretation of, of the laws has always been down to the referee. And you can't bring a, a, a VAR-mandated um, sort of video referee into it to, to, to clear it up, especially with instances like that. Mm. And, and not only that, it's all, it, you can tell the game was too big for the referee because it's not obvious. It's not an obvious error. Mm. We were told they were only going to be used for obvious errors, and that yeah. was not mm. an obvious it, error. It's changed no. the course of, of Portugal's uh, path now. I mean, they were up against Russia, had they have topped the group. Now they're up against Uruguay, who, as we saw, are a, a far harder but, opponent. But Iran, I mean, Iran could have put that ball in, and they could have been out completely. Well, that means madness. Mean, yeah, oh, well, absolutely. Can the, you what, imagine that? One of the things I saw over the weekend was a situation where um, um, VAR was being used, and, and, and the, the referee was, was doing something, and while the manager was preparing... Um, a substitution. Now, a substitution is basically he's working on the proviso that a goal's been scored or, like, yeah. say, a penalty has been scored or given um, or, or a player's been sent off. 
And what if that gets rescinded? Because the statute of limitations, as we've been told many times, is, is a lot longer now when it comes to decisions. So, like, the manager's kind of only working from the information he's got, who, which players he's got on the field, what the score is at that time. If he brings a player on and some decision gets reversed or a, a goal gets taken away, what happens then to that? Jim player, Campbell, that I put made? it to you. Should Cristiano Ronaldo have been sent off? Carlos Quiros seems to think he should have done, and his profile uh, inhibited the referee from bringing out that red No, I, I don't think it was a sending off. Are you serious? I, I, I think I it was definitely a sending You've been serious? He no, swung at a player, fucked he, it up, and then... And no, then I, don't think he's, I don't think he's gone in there. He swung at a player and he only got the elbow because he missed the punch. He, he threw a punch at him in a way that he's done about <laughs> six times before as a, as a Real Madrid player and been sent off for. And the referee, again, was big enough to send him off. I don't think that's throwing a punch, is it? That was a, that on. was a re- Marcus throwing a punch. I have to say when Des- it, when it, it desperate of Luke Marcus. <laughs> no, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not desperate. I, I am fucking fully, fully <laughs> in possession of my own opinion. I think that's a nailed on red card. I'm yeah, just definitely. I'm just interested in what Marcus. I, I think without a doubt the referee Ronaldo has given the referee a decision to make. And when I first saw it, I thought. It's probably a yellow card, and having watched the it punches. again, is, no, 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 I don't but having it's watched a punch though, I think it's just a it's a yeah because he misses little. Yeah, I suppose. It, you know, the, the, the player's there. running away from him, so he doesn't catch him with the punch because it's harder. Um, but, you know, as every boxer knows, punch through them. If that was Cedric Suarez the day, he'd have, been, yeah. he'd have walked. Maybe. maybe with his so. lovely tash. Also, as well, if I can just go back to what you're saying about the, that manager making that substitution, uh, the manager's got to wait. Surely, surely that's on the manager, not on the referee. Well, uh, well we, we shall see know. if that, that, that happens. But did you enjoy the Iranian fans uh, outside the Portugal <laughs> Hotel, banging and singing and all the rest of Textbook it? Textbook old... Uh, Tactic that Ronnie thought, on Ronnie thought World Cups have existed. Though. Ronaldo thought, leave it to me, lads. They'll yeah. listen to me, and they didn't. No, <laughs> we love you, Ronaldo. You've given the game a lot, but you're playing our boys tomorrow. Some of them did. He he came out and made sort of made a sort of sleepy gesture, didn't he? Putting his hands up to his head as if to say, "Well, I'm trying to sleep," and they're like, "Yeah, we know. That's, yeah. that's, that's exactly why we're here." Do you mind? Yeah. <laughs> Ricardo Caresma scored a beauty, didn't oh, he? He did. God, one of the goals of the tournament. Lovely. The outside of the boot. Yeah. We saw one from um, Russia. From uh, Cherishev uh, yeah. in, in the, the first. The commitment minute. to never using his left foot into his entire career <laughs> is an inspiration to, to all yeah. poor footballers everywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that angle of the goal from from to the from, to the right hand side of behind the goal, you can really see the bend and the spill yeah. on that ball. It's absolutely uh, and also, magnificent. And also, right? you, you you know sometimes it's tempting to, to deride a player for not being two footed. I mean, we see some great two footed players, of course. Lionel Messi isn't very two footed, and he's no. still brilliant. So yeah. if if um if he can, if he feels like he can get more of a whip or more of an angle by using the outside of the boot why not I just think it's funny because Charisma always uses yeah. the outside of his right boot indeed he yeah. does and Iran have grown into this tournament obviously they're, they're out now and they're only, gonna, they're only going to have played three games uh, but considering what they did in their first game very fortunate to get a win against Morocco they really have done and they were so close to, to topping the group for crying mm. but of course Morocco I'm sorry to sound like a broken record I am so gutted for them because yeah. I think that a lot of the chat among the pundits is they are one of if not the best sides so far to go out of the competition yeah. uh, especially after two games but Harvey Renard's men gave a good account of themselves and they were so close to beating Spain, which would have been an amazing result, really. It was just that Iran goal that killed them. You know, it was just... Uh, yeah. Sorry, not Iran. What am I talking about? It was the first game that killed them. I yeah, yeah, it was. was yeah, and that was it. Had they have gone into this game, they had, a for me, going into the tournament, a slight dark horse feel about them. Mm. And... It was that first game, as you say, but but at least they they came away with a point because if they hadn't scored and they hadn't got a point, you know, back you know the fans in Morocco would have enjoyed that very close, as I say, to beating Spain. So they leave with their heads held high, which is a consolation. I understand. I mean, the Morocco have a really you're right. They gave a really good account themselves, and if you think that Portugal are eighteen to one to win the whole thing, so ten pound with bet three six five returns one hundred ninety pound including stake. 
um, should the European champions become world champions, Spain are four to one favourites. Yeah. So people aren't particularly perturbed that they look a little bit below par. Mm. I thought, I'll tell you what, I thought it against, against Iran and I thought it against Morocco as well from what I saw. I watched the Portugal game live, but I watched the Spain and Morocco game back. I thought Spain looked ever so sluggish. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and I think that they had that sort of life and death type game of Portugal. You mm-hmm. score, we score, we're going to play on the break against mm. you and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And, and, and Portugal aren't a team without their shortcomings. Iran and Morocco, there's no one in a million years either of them are going to win the World Cup. For all their efforts, mm-hmm. they're not going to come close. Yeah. Well, you, they've been knocked out. You fear... Well, they, but, that's <laughs> no, what, but you fear... Well, I just feel like you fear for Spain. I don't think they'll struggle against Russia. Yeah. No. But I think it's difficult, actually, to see them going deep because, because they look so sluggish and they look like they play. Dare I say it, and this may be sacrilege, and I can't imagine myself saying this eight years ago, um, they look almost like they're playing a type of football which seems a bit outdated now. They're sticking to this ticky-tacka thing and, they're, and, and they're, either their players are a bit sluggish on occasion or they don't really seem to have the drive or the purpose. Well, it's the penetration, isn't it? Yeah. It used to quite. be that, that that sort of quick passing and, and heavy possession-based football would, would was almost like a... It'd have another team in a vice, you know. Eventually they would just slip up and they would leave space. But Spain aren't creating that space now. What they're doing is they're just piling up on the edge of the opposition's box and not being able to get through it. So many times Diego Costa was just really sort of... Just kind of marked out of the game. They'd get the ball up to him and it would stick but not go any further. And it's interesting. They, they aren't as... Um, they don't rip teams open as much as, off, as, and, and as I, they I, used to. They don't leave, make holes, you know? You're right. And I think if you, if you play in that way without that penetration, without that real pace... I mean, Isco aside... I mean, David, David Silva's looked a little bit below par. Isco's looked great. Um, but if you don't have that real um, drive and that real penetration... I think it can. It, it's in danger of, of, of falling into a system of playing football, which is actually quite easy to defend against. I think they're fortunate not to be playing Uruguay. I yeah. really, really, uh, um, because I really do think that. Sorry, because Uruguay would have got at them, and it would have been really interesting. I mean, Spain—they did play some wonderful football against Portugal. It was only a couple of games ago, but you're right. I, I wonder how much this Lopetegui thing is sort of set in. Uh, if it is that they look a little bit uninspired. I mean, even David de Gea. The great David De Gea just looks a sort of a shadow of himself yeah. at the moment from top to bottom. Costa's scored a few goals, of course. Um, one of them very fortunate in the second game. But but you do wonder. And, and the mistake that Ramos and Iniesta made to, to gift uh, Morocco the first goal. Okay, a yeah. lot to do. Um, he took it well. He, he did yeah, take yeah. it um, very well. Uh, but it, it just... It's not quite the same, but we've seen this from teams before, though, over the years, and they and they and they get it together in in the knockouts. Um, but very pleased uh, for for Morocco that they, as I say, they got a point. Amrabat went close. He did when I he hit the but- I would have loved him to score that. He's had a decent tournament despite having gone out after two games. He showed his class. He showed yeah, his yeah. determination uh, and a bit of creativity. Uh, so it was a shame for him not to score. Again, Balaguer was mentioning uh, was obviously very close to the Spain camp. Was saying that he wonders whether Fernando Hierro. Um, has the confidence to to just go with other players or pick other players because he feels like he knows a certain amount of players well and he's not got the mm. confidence or the experience because he's come in so late to maybe change it up a bit. Um, and also they've had a difficult situation because technically technically they weren't through in the final game. No. So they had to really make a decision about who to rely on, who to play and who not to play. Oh, Aspas got them out of it with that lovely little flick. Yeah, Great and, and, he's, and he's, he looked good actually when he came on. I thought he was decent. Well, a point would have been enough, but yes, they, they, they topped the group. But, but, of um, course, PK could have been sent off. I think yeah. it should have been. I think it's another situation. I, I, you know, I know this makes me sound like some sort of mad conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but honestly, I think I maintain that if it, with a strong referee and perhaps a different player, 
Ronaldo, that Ronaldo elbow, he walks for that. I think PK walks if he's not PK as well. It, it's as if the, the decisions that are being made are there to create more penalties than sendings off. That is just it, like, Pete, like, both of those decisions, PK and Ronaldo, were more obvious than the penalty that was yeah, given to Iran. Absolutely. You can't say they weren't. So, and, and I yet, mean, yet it's not everything's more obvious than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned Diego Costa earlier. He's yes. now eight to one to be top scorer this summer. Uh, this summer, mm. um, ten pound with bet three six five returns ninety pound including stake. Looked a little bit under the weather yesterday, didn't he? he didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't look really much like scoring, did he? Mm. No, he didn't. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah, they look very lucky, and all the rest of it. But they will play Russia, the Spanish yes. will, in the next round. We're going to talk about them after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Forward slash UHD. Thought you were on about milk for a minute. Oh, 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 That was brilliant yesterday. Ooh. Laura was brilliant yesterday. Do you know what? I looked away from the screen when that happened. I looked up and thought, oh, it's a red card, obviously. And then yeah. I saw it again and I thought, nah. It's not a red it was bag, retribution it? he took Uh-oh. from being uh, 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 given a heavy challenge. It was a little, but, Beyonce, uh, little bit Beyonce for me. Uh, yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was a bit. Unlikely mm. that Laura would burst out into that, but. Is it? Yes, incredibly. <laughs> After so. a couple of weeks of cabin fever at the World Cup, Laura's yeah, capable of anything. Yeah. I think everyone's feeling it a little bit. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> You've been away for four days. What you talking about us, like we're fresh as daisies. Exactly. Smolnikov. 
Yes. He was sent mm, off. Smolnikov. Yeah. That, was, that, was it fair to say that was a crazy decision? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're already on the yellow. That just to, to dive in at 2-0. Um, yes, uh, I bumped back down to earth for Russia. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wonder if <laughs> this... Uh, bear with me here. If, if this might be a blessing in disguise for Russia in the sense that... After two games, they scored, what, eight goals was it in two games? And mm. everyone suddenly went from, oh, we're crap, uh, to, oh, we're through and we're scoring goals and this is a great yeah. time. And come on, attack, yeah. we and all that kind of stuff. You play. Tempering. Yes, and, if they, and they have Spain in the next round. Mm. And against Spain, surely they will look at the way Iran set up against them and, uh, and, and the way Morocco played against them and, and try and do that shut off the space try and respect, re- restrict Spain from playing because had they have gone into the game going oh, do you know what though? we are the host nation we're scoring mm. goals let's go toe to toe with them I think they'd, they'd get hammered so do, do you see what I mean that yeah. that, that, that yeah. might just rain them back and go alright yeah 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 we yeah, are we'll stop them being comments. overconfident yeah. perhaps but yeah. I think it was a game where Uruguay are a better team than Russia but I think it was a game that almost everything went wrong for them within 35 minutes they were 2-0 down and had mm. a man sent off I mean that doesn't happen every game. Yes, they, well, Uruguay sort of switched up a little bit, and they, the, the the front uh, lads got just a lot more service, I think, and, and, and they took took the away. Yeah. That the image from that match well was definitely the Russian defender. I don't know who it was. Ignashevich doing was it doing that concertina at the Uruguay at the, the Uruguay wall. at the wall, yeah. Yeah. just smashing it to Uruguay players and just letting strangely mad. helping Uruguay. It Absolutely was so mad. weird. I was like, oh, the keeper, uh, the keeper can uh, have a bit more of a view. Yeah, one second before it goes in the net, mate. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, it's but it's the force with which he pushes them. If Suarez misses that, that's surely a penalty. <laughs> yeah, it's two penalties. It's two penalties. You get two pens. <laughs> yeah, you should. Do. I don't know what the rules are to be honest anymore. It's madness, <laughs> isn't it? But I mean, obviously, the Uruguayan players would have kind of jumped out the way at the last second. But as you say, it was kind of like he's pushing it. Push that. that. No, I think we'll go with this. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was nice to see Uruguay actually wake up, wasn't it, and play yeah. the football we know they're capable of because they just did enough in the other games. Mm. They didn't really need to get a second gear, so they didn't. And it's just looked like they were having fun a bit more. I know. I can uh, fear come in for some criticism though Jim yes he oh, I think that's right yet to make a save at the tournament uh, and he's been beaten three times he's been beaten four times Marcus um, he has been beaten four times yeah. sorry he's beaten three times in the game yeah, um, yeah. but uh, Cherishev scored an own goal yeah I know is does it that, all going that, wrong and then he got dragged off after someone was sent off yeah, yeah is it, so, I mean it did seem quite an unravelling that game for Russia a has he bit. now got four or two at the tournament yeah no yeah. I think it's, sadly it's just three still I don't think individual players have goal difference. Yeah, it should do that. Well, you know, quite interesting. And and Churchisov rested Golovin, didn't he? As well, Mm -hmm. he didn't feature at all. So, yeah, I I do actually, I do actually agree with your point about about them not being overly confident because they came into the to the the tournament actually quite worried about the expectation on them and how poor they were perceived Mm -hmm. to be. They've qualified with a game to spare. Um, and that now they've had a bit of a, a, a reality check in a game which I maintained everything went wrong for them but they can reset a bit now against Russia they'll have a, they'll have a pumping atmosphere at the Luzhniki mm. crowd will be behind Spain, them yeah. against, sorry against Spain yeah and um, and at the risk of making myself look an idiot you wouldn't necessarily write them off against Spain because as I said as we said a second ago Spain aren't without their problems mm, yeah. and it's going to be a home game for Russia and, and the stakes will be quite high. So mm-hmm. it, it will be a fascinating encounter. Because I th- And the reason I say that is because I think it's very easy 
to look at that draw and go, oh, well, that's the end of Russia then. That's then yeah. done now. And I don't think it is as, as simple as that, personally. Sure, I think we're all pleased that the host nation are into the second round for yep. those reasons, because we were very worried, as, as they were about themselves, going into that tournament. Um, but that's Fabio Capello's legacy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> lest, Which we know all about. Lest we forget. Yeah. We although, will never forget. Although he will say that's just a loser's excuse, mm. uh, as he did on that England documentary. <laughs> While wearing a pair of Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cavani's up and running among the goals. Yeah, uh, that's nice to see. to see. And it clearly meant a lot to him, didn't it? He, he worked really, really hard and he deserved that. He's such a beast. He's just he a is a beast. He's a very good player. Gorgeous bugger. Um, but yes, in the other game, uh, which was the dead rubber, of course, Saudi Arabia. Mm. They, they, they've won again. I mean, considering their second and then third games in the group, you wonder why and how on earth they were so bad occasion, in that first Occasion game. got some, I think. Mm. Massively, yeah. I mean, my goodness. But at least they, they got a win under their belts, even though it didn't really count for anything. But of course, we want to talk about Sam El Hadri in goal for Egypt at the age of 45. It's yes. a brilliant penalty save. It was a superb penalty save. It's the reflexes of a really old cat. Yeah. <laughs> he began his international career in 1996. Incredible. Months after Gareth Southgate started his. Was great. I mean, that puts it in perspective. He's the same, I think he's almost exactly the same age as Ryan Giggs. Yeah, fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Marvellous stuff. Good for Mo Salah to get another goal in the World yeah, Cup. Although it, it, it looked like it didn't really mean much to him. It, yeah, he really it, I don't like to see Mo Salah sad. I, know, I don't like to see him sad. Well, there's a, there, I mean, I he's mean, much sad. He, wasn't on the t- he apparently wasn't on the first team sheet. There's rumours that he's uh, not having any of this, uh, you know, being part of the setup anymore because he's been wheeled out of some kind of state propaganda. Yeah, he's sort of, it's, it's talking very of him retiring already, isn't yeah. it? Well, I, I, that, I think that's why on the team sheet when they said they'd made a mistake, and who knows, they could have just made a mistake, but... You know, it, it does strike me as a bit strange when I, you hear all that stuff outside of uh, or, or off the pitch, if you like, because he has very much never wanted to get involved in any kind of political or religious stuff. And and, and of course, um, you know, Egypt, a highly politicised country at the moment, and so on and so forth. He's often being tried to that people are trying to drag him into situations, and he's always said, "I am a footballer. Leave me alone and let me be a footballer." But as you say, Pete, there's, there's been stuff going off the field, and, and the poor man is just thought to himself at the age of what 26 he's not that old mm. maybe thinking oh I'm, I'm, I'm done with this hopefully done for, with for football sake I'm done with Chechnya mm. yeah. I'm not going <laughs> there anymore I don't think he was ever uh, ready on, on yeah. board. well he was given honorary Chechen citizenship wasn't he by, in front um, of Kedrov. everybody yeah. he was and ambushed there was, exactly that. yeah there was, but there was this big like event held mm. for it and it's really that's going to um be a very uncomfortable situation for someone who just wants to get on with football. I, I saw him having a, I saw him having a underwhelming World Cup just because Egypt had a terrible injury before the World Cup, and yeah. obviously there's a lot of pressure on him. And they're quite an underwhelming team. It's, it's almost a very different situation to the way that Portugal had to deal with Cristiano Ronaldo, like said even eight years ago when they were very underwhelming and, and, and he was the only kind of um, standout player. But they learned to play with him, I think, a little bit. Yeah. But it's going to take some time, I think, with that Egyptian side. It's, it's been a hallmark of this World Cup, actually, the the idea that. Um, that standout talismanic type players have mm. made it actually more difficult for their teams than 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 help them. If you, Rooney, if you, if you look at well, Rooney's not here, Pete. He's not I know, playing, I mean, he didn't make the squad. So yeah, no, it was the uh, last time uh, that, that's what we've always had. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, it's good to know, enjoy I mean, the fishiness back in the room. If Big, if Big Sam was was a manager, Rooney would have been there. For yeah. sure. Despite um, the penalty missing, so Ronaldo's four goals. He's been quite... yeah, no, but but generally speaking, if you look at like Neymar's, but they found it difficult with Neymar. There's been one or two others as well. I yeah. suppose England and Portugal have probably. I mean, having said that, Portugal weren't that great yesterday. No, no, they weren't. So, I mean, there there is a there is a factor there, I think, mm. and it's definitely been the same. The, the problem with Salah is, as you mentioned, Pete, he's had his injury. Um, he's had a tumultuous, a tumultuous like month or two. Mm. Uh, he's injured, losing the Champions League final. Quite and spectacular. He's, and he's played every possible match for Liverpool this yeah. season. Yeah. It's been a long season, a long yeah. campaign. 
But what a season, though. At least he got a couple of World Cup goals. Consolation yeah, great, at best, yeah. but still. It's, it's great uh, that he got a couple, for sure. It's on the CV. He should have had another, shouldn't he? He was really... Uh, he, he was, you, Jim. You'd bank him to score that chance he missed with a one-on-one one with the goalkeeper. But Indeed there you, go. you would. Uh, let's look at today's fixtures in, mm. in Group C, Australia versus... Peru, the Aussies need a win and for Denmark to lose yes. for the Australians to go through. There may be a goal difference uh, permutation. I don't think there is, but they certainly need to win and they certainly need Denmark to lose. Uh, and if the Australians manage that, it will be a remarkable yeah. achievement. It really, really will. Um, Peru, of course, they, a bit like Morocco, they can put in a good performance and leave the tournament with their heads held high because it's been bitterly disappointing mm-hmm. for them, of course. But their fans will be out in force and uh, we shall look forward to that. Denmark versus France. A point is good for both sides. Will we see France playing with a little bit more freedom? They're already yeah. through. Well, this is interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, Denmark, on paper at least, you would think would be the more stern test. And um, you think they're going to have to raise their game a little bit to, to get what they want out of this. So I I hopefully Denmark, that will G up France. I think Denmark have been very poor. I think, they've, I think they've, flattered I think the they've save, yeah. been fortunate to get four points. There's no way Peru should have lost that game. And Australia finished the better of the two sides in the game uh, against them. So uh, I, 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 I'm concerned. If Australia can beat Peru, I'm pretty sure France will beat Denmark. Well, France were much improved in their second game from their first game. And wow, you'd imagine, Giroud, mate. You'd imagine, well, it is. Mm. And you'd imagine them to... I mean, it depends how they approach it. They'll probably... I doubt that Deschamps will rest a lot of players. It doesn't feel like a sort of manager who necessarily knows that much about his best team mm. to be able to rest players and sub players out for other players I think he's still sort of scrabbling around a little bit so I, I, they might well play their strongest team again even though Denmark to get past even Denmark. though Denmark are not facing Australia because of course they've already played them will they still fear Yedinak you always Even do. though he's in yeah. another part of the country no you're in the same don't group think, though yeah. <laughs> don't think you forget that he's, ca- he's coming for us with yeah. his penalties yeah. um, but all attention on group D boys yeah. hey yes. this is a big one Argentina v Nigeria. Argentina are like an episode of Deadliest Catch. The cat has had an heart attack. The crabbing grounds are empty. The quarters have been slashed. And the greenhorns are revolting. It's insane out there. I'm loving it. (laughs) (laughs) I was was trying to think. And I can imagine... Some probably at some point being chucked out in the Bering Sea. Yeah. (laughs) All the talk from that is that the, the players are now picking the team and like they're not even... Talking to him, they've locked him in a cupboard <laughs> yeah, in the Mascherano, hotel, and they Mas- won't let him out. Mascherano denied this. Obviously, right. he will, but he just he came up with that. Nah, 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 El Diego came out and said, I'll, "I will address them before the game if you want me to." <laughs> and I think the answer came back, "No thanks." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're over here, Diego. You're looking in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, it, it, that is a, a fascinating one. I mean, a point might be okay for Nigeria. You wouldn't imagine that they would play for a point. Uh, mm. Argentina seem to be there for the taking, but we shall certainly see. Iceland need a win. They're up against Croatia. Croatia already through, of course. Yeah. But again, with with Nigeria, uh, you know Croatia. I mean, they look like they're going to top the group anyway. Mikel going to play with a cast? I heard or something. Like, I don't know what part of his body's bust, but well, not his leg. He might, right, well, so just, exactly, I presume yeah. it's an arm, but like neck brace. This, that's going to be difficult for him because he's yeah. he's about as talismanic well, as I guess for, for the he is, yeah. Team. Let's talk of um, Sebastian Rudy playing for Germany with a mask on because he's broken his nose. Oh, dear. Yeah. I didn't hear about Mikel. That's doable, but. Um, uh, I maintain this. If Argentina qualify from this group, that's been the most underwhelming group qualification oh, of success yeah. I've ever seen in World Cup history. They're eight to eleven to qual- eight, eight to eleven to qualify out of the group. Ten pound with bet three six five returns seventeen pound twenty seven, including stake. Should they do so? The thing is, because they're Argentina, you think first game they play Iceland. Well, they should have enough to get past Iceland. They don't. The tricky opponent, as we know, against Croatia. You think okay, Croatia are 
really good, but it's Argentina. Yeah. They get battered. And even now, I'm still finding myself almost subconsciously falling into the trap saying, they might have enough to get past Nigeria. Well, but they're, they're not playing they like a team. They're not playing like, like a will. team. I, and I, I don't really base it on what I've seen from them, but it's exactly the same. You just feel like, surely this crisis will, will shock them into, into life and to display the talent they have. Another example of the Tizmac thing, Messi. They don't yeah, know how oh, to play with Messi yeah. in the team. They don't know how to do it. Yeah, that's the, that's the shining example of it. Well, really, maybe they it? should use him as an impact sub. Imagine that. Imagine. <laughs> Sam Pauli, if I'm going, I'm going out shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning, I could probably give you 10 minutes. But imagine if you're like a Nigerian defender. Oh, for fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 10 minutes from the end. Yeah. I'm knackered. I'm sorry. It would be nothing short of magnificent if Sam Pauli went. All those rumours. Didn't even bring the him players, on. Didn't even bring the team. On. I picked the team. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's happening. Lionel, you will be playing. Oh, good. At left back. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that would be. He'd, he'd probably do a job. <laughs> yeah, he probably would. He probably, probably would. Right, yeah. Marauding runs. He'd be better at left back than he would be at right back. Oh, uh, but that, I mean, yeah, that is uh, I'm, I'm, uh, two great kits as well uh, yes. on, on show. Slightly trite thing I've, to say, but no, you know, no, classic. I think I think this group is the best group for kits. Possibly, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. oh undoubtedly, I think yeah. yeah. Cro- Croatia is always going to be up there, isn't it, as having the best kit yeah. tournament? Mm-hmm. The Nigeria ones are a classic. Argentina's is another classic. Yeah. Mm. Talk, talk me through the Iceland one, Jim. The Iceland one has Quite got Icelandic players in it, and I don't know if you know, but there aren't really many Icelandic people. <laughs> they are so beautiful. It being there at all is, is a magnificent. Pete needs thing. to stop retweeting Rurik Gislason on social media. Yeah, I need to do it more. There's, there's, here's, didn't there's a picture of him, Pete, yesterday, in, standing in some sort of lake with his top off, and I'm pretty sure he's got eyeliner on. <laughs> And you're retweeting it like it's the last tweet ever. Didn't he? Uh, didn't his Instagram followers like grow by something like a hundred thousand in like an hour? I think it went from. Because you mentioned it on this the show. The power of sexiness. I think it went from sixty thousand to three hundred thousand overnight. Or something Incredible. Like that. Yeah. He's. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I wish. I wish our social media oh. person was that good. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a middle uh, finger. You're not a studio. <laughs> you're not. Um, you're in no way as good looking as that man. Right. Should we have? A, he means oh, you, not me. The, the, the power means you of sexiness. Well. Luke, what is our best bet with Bet Three? Yeah, it's time for another best bet, and I thought this time I'd have a bit of fun. Yeah, the we're, power of sexiness. We're going to go for uh, tomorrow's games. Mm-hmm. Neymar and Mitro oh. to both score in Brazil v Serbia. That's mm. It's six to one with Bet Three Six Five. Fifty pound will return three hundred and fifty pound, including stake, if they both score at any time in ninety minutes. Uh, all proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK. You must must be over the age of eighteen to gamble and do gamble responsibly. For more information, go to BeGambleAware. Dot org. Keep an eye out for that. Mitra to get one. Neymar to get one. Everyone would be happy, wouldn't they? Yeah. Not mm. least prostate cancer UK. You, you imagine that Brazil won't be um, indulging in such unnecessary roughness to yeah. uh, Mitra. They might no. do. Well, they might well, do. They might not be able to deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they will. Yeah. No. Uh, but there we are. Well, uh, it's lovely having you back on the pod, Peter. Thank you. Bringing Sorry that... for missing a, an important weekend of football. No, no, I, think, I was really excited to have you back. Did the old PTs on the pod. And then right. you start talking about been streaming bit rates for five minutes and sort of brought me back down to earth again technology and football mate Mm -hmm. so uh, if you can't handle it because you're a granddad Mm, and you want to smash up the spinning jennies because you're a Luddite it's not my fault is it stick my Dutch clog in the uh, in the the weaving (laughs) let's not talk about a Dutch clog no not today not at this stage of the tournament no No, come on on. remember the power of sexiness that's That's what the studio's like a Dutch Um, thank you very much good people for listening to this World Cup ramble sponsored by Bet365 we look forward to having you with us tomorrow. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim Campbell. Goodbye. Ah, it's, 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 uh, it's nice to have you back, Peter. It really is. And you're looking... Go on, then. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. London, goodbye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kevin Keegan. London, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Love and pressure. Yes, there's true joy. Love and pressure.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.